All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is DJ Katsanova, and I'm here doing an interview. Oh, and I want to clarify before I even say your band's name. Is it Swans or is it Swaness? Uh, Swains, actually. Swains. Oh, so I was wrong both times. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. How's it going? It, it happened. Uh, it's going well. How are you doing? I'm fine. So just so ladies and gentlemen, you know, we I only have one half of Swans on the phone right now which is Stefan. Mike couldn't be here today, unfortunately. But that's all right. We're going to get into some good, juicy stuff. So how many people make up the band? There are just two of us in Swain. It's my brother, Mike, and myself. All right. And where are you guys from originally? We're from Canada, more specifically London, Ontario, which is like a mid-sized city in Ontario, in the province. Um, and, but we both reside in Toronto, Canada now. Oh, nice. Toronto is actually my favorite city in the entire world. No way. Yes. Have you, you saw, I'm assuming you've been then. Yeah, yeah. When I went there, it was it was majestic. If unicorns were real, they would be native to Toronto. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love that place so much. It's great. I'm glad you like it, man. It's, it's really fun. So how did Swans come to be? Like, And how did you guys come up with that name? We went through a number of different iterations and, and names. Um, or that one sort of stuck. It's a pretty hard thing coming up with the name now because of Google, right? You, just, you, have, to go, you have to do the Google test and see if, if someone else hasn't already chosen it. And more often than not, it, you find out that somebody's already chosen the name that you like or something. So we decided to go more personal. And Swain was actually a uh, plant nursery that my brother and I used to go to when we were kids with our, our family. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just in southwestern Ontario, and we used to go there all the time, and they had, like, a lot of really cool plants and cacti and stuff like that. I mean, it's not really boring to some people, but we, we find that stuff really interesting. And it was called Swains, but it was spelled, like, S-W-A-I-N, apostrophe mm-hmm. S, like, like a last name of the person who owned the place. So we just, we liked the sound of that, so then we didn't change the spelling a bit to what we liked. What were some other names you guys had before you settled on that one? We, we never really, like, released much under other names. I played actually with a, a band in Brooklyn called Salt Cathedral, uh, but I played drums with that band before I, my brother and I sort of started playing. So how did you guys yeah. start doing music? Like uh, when you were growing up, did your parents teach you to play instruments or did they like uh, put you in music class? Good question. My dad played guitar and sax and both my grandparents, like my, my, my grandfather and my one side uh, played drums and my other grandfather plays accordion. Mm-hmm. So there's always uh, been music in our family since we were really little. Um, something we've always gravitated towards. And yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they both, that they all taught us something at some point. Eventually we, uh, well, I ended up taking lessons more so. Mike, Mike's more self-taught with singing and guitar. He did take some lessons, but I think he prefers the self-learning methods. And I, uh, I eventually took it a little further and ended up going to school for it, majoring in, in drum, like uh, performance on, on drum set. So yeah. Who's who's older? I want to ask, I want to ask you that. Who's older? Uh, I am. I'm oh. older by two years. Oh, okay. So was it your yeah. idea or was it Mike's idea to, to start a band? Like one day after you graduated, were you like, you know what? We should start a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was interesting. Like I, I was uh, one day I was living uh, with my uh, girlfriend at the time, and uh, I just thought, like, you know, I, I should really like consider working with Mike again because we, we used to 
play together all the time in high school for like all the time we used to play all around Ontario and stuff like that and uh, we used to write together all the time so I think I called him up and just pitched him the idea and I think it really resonated with him too and he was sort of almost like coming to the same conclusion around the same time as well interestingly so and so do you write sing and produce all of the music or do you guys have some outside input at the moment we do all the music and producing and everything ourselves we're currently working on a larger project, possibly in the form of an album, that we may actually end up having some outside uh, personnel on that project, depending on how it plays out. So I can't confirm any of that at the moment, but up until now, we've done everything self-produced, self-recorded, everything. You know, you have sometimes uh, people who are close to you, like your friends or family, you have like minor input on songs, you send them just for them to hear and I think that's about it, though. Uh, you say your dad and your grandfathers play music. Like, have you guys ever thought about incorporating them or having them, you know, do something with you guys? No, but that's a great idea, actually. Ah, I love that. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I should I should actually um, take the time to record them and then like, maybe, like, sample them or something. Yeah, like a whole <laughs> family affair. That'd be dope. That's really cool. I love that idea. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. So is are you and Mike the only siblings, or you have other sisters, other brothers? Uh, we have two, uh, two younger brothers from my dad's second marriage, and they are, I think, about like 1917 now. Oh, okay. So they're just, yeah, they're they're still, still in the teenage years, which is, which is fun. It's, it's been really nice growing up with them, and uh, they're very musically talented, too. They play piano and, and violin. Maybe like, I don't think they, you know, they do it like as a career necessarily. They do lots of other things too, but they also play music on the side. Oh, okay, nice. The first track I ever heard of yours is "A Game," which is my favorite track, by the way. I love that song. Oh, thank you. And that are you using sports as a metaphor for struggles that someone would go through in their life? Because I feel like that's what I got from that song. Ah, uh, yeah, you're you're spot on, actually. Basically, uh, mostly like I guess. Mike was watching a lot of NBA at the time. And uh, we both grew up playing sports, not basketball, uh, even though we loved watching it. It's a lot of fun. Did you have a favorite team? I I had I was looking at the lyrics, and I wasn't sure. I don't watch sports, like, at all. Like, not even a little bit. So I wasn't even sure oh, really? what sport it was. I was like, I think this may be football, <laughs> but I think it might be basketball. It's, like, very weird. People are always very surprised when I tell them I don't watch sports. I'm like, I have no clue. You know, that's not a bad thing. I guess it's not It's not so specific. Like, it's like oh, that's obviously basketball or something. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's good, though, I guess. I'm so, like, into music. Like, even though I don't play an instrument or sing, unfortunately, Music, like, it just runs my life. Like, I do the whole radio thing, and I do the interviews. I'm, like, consumed by music. I wake up, first thing I do is play music. It's, like, around the clock for me. That's amazing. I need to learn how to play something now. That That's on my bucket list. You should do it. Absolutely. What instrument do you gravitate towards? Towards drums. I watch a lot of YouTube videos to drums. learn how to play drums. Drums in the back. I'm biased, but you <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely do it. And then you guys just recently so, 
released the four-track EP titled Trials and Tribulations. What's the inspiration behind that title? Good question. Basically, I believe Mike came up with the title uh, to sum up the uh, four tracks that we decided to sort of throw together on that EP. But basically, yeah, the title was sort of like an overarching theme to, to, to bridge them all together. And, you know, BCD and The Hard Way were more about what hardship and learning experiences and, and sort of like trials and then simulations sort of more relates uh, into like mentioning stuff like um, simulations and, and the simulation theory and stuff like that for like, you know, everything's a simulation, all that kind of cool stuff. I'm glad you guys didn't let not like let them go to waste, but I'm glad you guys actually put those tracks on the album because so far I'm kind of picky when it comes to music. All of your tracks are really good, like especially in the last month before, like I asked you guys to do the interview. I just been constantly yeah. listening to your music, like on repeat, and I'm like, they need an album because their music is so good. No, it means a lot, really. Um, that's what we're working on. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get it out as, as soon as we can. What What does uh, yeah. BPD actually stand for? I was wondering about that. BPD stands for uh, borderline personality disorder which is uh okay. which you might have heard of it's yeah. um surprisingly common mike actually has it it's like a mental health disorder basically that was sort of what inspired him to write that song which was the whole sort of battle with that really sort of bad period of it he had uh, he's since been into therapy and has uh improved my, like you know a lot which is which is great for so many reasons when, so when you guys were growing up, who, besides uh, your dad and your grandfather, who were your biggest influences that led you guys to start doing music? Oh, good question. We, we both listened to so many different types of music and so many different artists and so many different time periods that it, it's like it's really hard to pin it down to one thing. I, I can say that, you know, our dad listened to a lot of stuff like Keely Dan, The Beatles, um, The Eagles and stuff like that, or like a lot of like 70s classic rock stuff, which we still really love and it clearly influenced us and then and my mom grew up and you know we listened to a lot of uh like michael jackson and and uh a lot of that really great stuff in the 80s and maybe some really 90s stuff and then mike and i got into different styles i think like i think he was really into a lot of a lot of stuff i i personally really got into jazz at some point i was learning a lot of jazz like a lot of miles davis uh good on coltrane really really inspiring uh and mike was i think really into well, we both were into metal and punk as well. Like, we were both put in a metal band at some point. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've we sort of been all over the place, I guess. Where can we find that music? <laughs> I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I would like to find some of it, too. There is something floating around, but I, I don't know where. All I'll right. send it to you if I find it. <laughs> yeah, you you got to go check all your hard drives and everything. <laughs> yeah, or, or CDs. I, I or don't know, CDs. Lying around. Yeah. yeah, honestly, like, there's just so so many influences i don't know where to begin you have so many influences so who are the top three people right now that you're listening to again both both very different mike's been really listening to a lot of country um i know yeah he's been really into like you know like dolly parton you know hank williams jr and yeah like a whole whole bunch of older country artists um i've been into a lot of the hip-hop artists uh twilight chris Mm-hmm. And Chris Keys, Chris Keys, Chris Keys being the producer, the album, uh, the album Innocent Country too. I, I'm really into that album. I think it's phenomenal. What do you expect 
uh, Swain's to accomplish in the future? Like, are you guys planning on going on tour, assuming that COVID won't be a factor in a few months from now? We definitely hope to go on tour. Um, obviously, post-COVID. Um, and even then, we're, we're actually currently working on um, a live stream setup that hopefully we can start doing some live streaming performances of new material. That will be good. Um, it's probably as soon as the fall, which would, which would be good. But after that, yeah, absolutely. If we, if we, you know, when we release new material, we would definitely love the tour on it. And we were also thinking about, yeah, doing like a little bit of like a an online tour, so to speak, with uh, different accounts on Instagram and and playing for for those uh, people in their audience. That'd be dope. Yeah, so that'd be sort of fun. Just sort of figuring all the logistics of that right now, because it's something that we've personally never done before. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy to figure out. I know a few. Uh record stores have been doing it and having uh live streams even my radio station actually had live streams and they had some local artists come on on twitch i believe they oh, did cool. yeah it was nice oh twitch nice mm-hmm. so yeah, i've been hearing a lot of good things about that yeah it's not too bad actually like you said i need to get familiar with it for myself because then i would live stream my radio show but i'm not that tech savvy i just know how to do the audio part but like video is like a whole nother beast i have to tackle soon and you guys got to get some music on vinyl because that's like my biggest thing. I collect vinyl and I try to uh, meet the artist so I can get it signed. And I have a Hall of Fame in my house and I just put it up. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely make, if we manage to get some stuff printed on vinyl, we'll definitely send you a copy. Oh, oh. No or I could come to Toronto and get it because that would be more ideal. That would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be more. I agree. Well, thanks. Come to Toronto. That would be great. All right. So you ready to play this game? Sure, let's do it. So it's just just a whole bunch of random questions. And um, so I have four cards laid laid out in front of me. Uh, We'll go with, we'll just take, we'll do three. So give me a number between, no, matter of fact, I'll just flip them either way, and then you can just answer it. (laughs) Okay. Card number one, what are you most excited about right now? I am uh, very excited about, um, getting new music uh, out there and writing an album. I think that's probably one of the most things I'm most excited about right now. That and skateboarding. I just got back into skateboarding. So that's fun too. <laughs> nice. So, oh, now I'm curious yeah. about this question. Um, yeah. What is your most treasured possession? Oh, treasured possession. Like uh, an animate possession. Mm-hmm. I'm a very um, materialistic person, so this would be a very hard question <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay. Um probably at the moment my computer my laptop i know it's, that's temporal but like or like you know it doesn't last forever but i, I think at the moment it's definitely my most treasured possession because it's like literally what i do everything on and make all the music on and and if i had to pick something that was more like long lasting i'd probably pick my drum kit okay and last but not least if you could guarantee one thing in life besides money what would it be if i could guarantee one thing besides money what would it be I don't know, you say satisfaction, I guess. I don't want to say just that to be happy because, like, being happy is so fleeting. Um, I guess, like, satisfaction with, like, my life and what I'm doing and with the people in my life. And I guess, like, out of that would come happiness. Yeah, that's, no, that's a good one. I mean, who doesn't want to be okay. happy? Especially <laughs> especially with what's going on in the world right now. It's, it's a lot going on to take in. Absolutely. I agree. I feel bad for this, uh, the younger generation, because they are kind of missing out. Like, especially my son just graduated from high school, so he's supposed to be, he didn't even get a chance to attend it in person. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Did you do a virtual one? Yeah, we did like a virtual, like a virtual one. graduation. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was it was different, you know, but at least they made the best of the situation, I guess. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I pre I appreciate it. Um, and I'm looking forward to you guys uh, releasing some new music. Please, please let me know when you do so I could repost it on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else. Absolutely. We'll definitely send it your way. And tell Mike I and said Thank you up. very much. And thank you. I will we'll do. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. That was a great interview. Thank you very much. All right, man. Thank you. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye. This interview was edited by Steve Francis of Stush Music. Be sure to follow me on all your social media platforms at DJ Katsanova for new music, a playlist every Friday, and shows happening in the Bay Area. Stay cool, cats and kittens. of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.